Hey there, thanks for listening to the No Tech to Pro Tech podcast. Every week, we are taking the intimidation out of technology so that you can be empowered to use the right tools the right way for your life, your business, and to help others. I'm your host, Stephanie Chardy, and today we're going to be talking about how you can create a digital cookbook or reference library that you can take with you anywhere. This is episode six, and we are halfway through the first season of the No Tech to Pro Tech podcast. I've been excited to hear the feedback from you, my listeners, about how these episodes have helped you so far. I've gotten some good questions that we've been able to dive into on the show, and I'm really looking forward to continuing to help you bust through the barriers of technology. If you are struggling with something in technology or you have questions about something I talk about on the show, shoot me an email at hey at notechtoprotech.com and let me know. Okay, speaking of questions about topics on the show, last week we talked about some of the basic functions of Evernote and how you could get started. I got a few listeners asking to explain a little more specifically about some of the uses we discussed, so we are going to dive into one particular way to use Evernote, and that is for a cookbook. Now, even though we are talking about recipes, this concept can be applied to anything that you need to keep a reference library of. So keep that in mind as you think about how you can use this feature for yourself. Before we get started, if you don't have an Evernote account, head over to notechtoprotech.com slash Evernote to sign up for an account. And as a No Tech to Pro Tech listener, you will get one month free of the premium version. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about with this cookbook is where does it go? When you first create your Evernote account, you have one default notebook based on whatever name you signed up with. So for example, my first default notebook was called Stephanie's Notes. A notebook in Evernote is exactly what you might think it would be, a book of notes. And just like you would do with a physical notebook, you might want to have a different notebook for different subjects or uses. There's a lot of flexibility with this, and the more you use Evernote, the more you will be able to figure out how you can set up your notebooks to fit your style. But to get you started, we're going to keep it simple. If we want to create a digital cookbook, we are going to want to create one notebook that is just for all of our recipes. The process to create a new notebook is a little different depending on what device you're using. On any device, you'll want to go to Notebooks from your menu first. Then you will see one of three things, either a plus sign, a plus sign with the words new notebook, or an icon of a notebook with a plus sign next to it. Create your new notebook and call your cookbook whatever you want. Mine is simply called Steph's Cookbook. Once you have your new cookbook notebook created, you're ready to start adding recipes. There are a few different ways that I like to add recipes to my cookbook. The first way is simply by creating a new note myself. I use the title of the note to store the name of the recipe. Then, within the body of the note, I can type out the ingredients and instructions for making it. Evernote is great when it comes to text formatting, so you can make your recipes really easy to read and follow. Evernote uses a WYSIWYG editor, which, if you're not familiar with that funny word, it just stands for what you see is what you get. So the tools you will see on the toolbar for your note will probably look somewhat familiar to you. You have the option to change the font, the size, the color. 
You can make words bold, underlined, or italic. You can even create bulleted or numbered lists. So for me, I would use a bulleted list to type out the ingredients. Then for the instructions, I might use a numbered list, since that needs to be done in order. When it comes to the headlines of ingredients and instructions, I would make the text bold and possibly even a size larger in font. The last thing I would do is snap a picture of the finished dish. You could even add progress photos to go along with your instructions if you wanted. This will be pretty handy later as you're looking through the recipes in your cookbook because Evernote will use the picture in your note as a thumbnail. If you're not sure what the recipe is by its title, you might have a better idea by seeing the thumbnail image of the dish before having to open it up and read through the recipe. You can see it's really easy to add new recipes to your cookbook and make them look great and easy to follow just by simply creating a note. You've got a lot of options here, so play around with it. The second way I like to add recipes to my cookbook is by taking a picture. I don't know about you, but I don't really like to have a ton of cookbooks lying around. I don't even have the space to keep a bunch of cookbooks in my kitchen if I wanted to. Or maybe I'm reading a food magazine at the store or at a friend's house. Since I don't want to have cookbooks lying around, I'm probably not going to buy the magazine, and if I'm reading it at a friend's house, they likely want to keep it for themselves, so I'm not going to be taking that home either. And maybe most importantly for your cookbook are those tried-and-true family recipes. You know, the ones that are handwritten in a book or in one of those little index card boxes. My mom has a ton of these recipes at her house, and I can tell you right now, I am not going to be sitting down to rewrite them for myself. So whenever I find a recipe like this that I want to keep, I just open up the Evernote app on my phone and take a picture of the page in the cookbook, the magazine, or the index card. Then I just use the title of the note for the name of the recipe, and I've got it saved in my cookbook. It's so easy, right? Now, a little bit of an advanced geeky tip for you here. Evernote has really powerful OCR capabilities. OCR stands for Optical Character Recognition. What that means is that whenever you upload an image to Evernote, the servers will search that image for any recognizable text within the image. If it finds any text, that information is stored as metadata within that note. So why is this geeky tip important to you? Because that means that all of those handwritten recipes and cookbook and magazine pages you just added to your digital cookbook are searchable within Evernote. I remember one of the first times I used this feature. It was a recipe for cornflake cheesy potatoes that I had taken a picture of. My mother had written this recipe in blue pen that was smeared all over the page from years of using it, and it was written in kind of a half-cursive, half-printed handwriting. I searched my Evernote for cornflake potatoes, and within seconds, it pulled up this handwritten recipe with the words corn and potatoes highlighted right over my mother's handwriting. I couldn't believe it. Needless to say, I have used this feature countless times for not only recipes, but anything and everything you could think of. The last way that I like to add recipes to my cookbook in Evernote is by grabbing recipes off the web. There are so many websites out there sharing great food, you can basically find a recipe for anything you want to cook. Now you could just copy and paste anything right from the web page into a note in Evernote, but there's actually a much easier way. If you are on a computer, Evernote has a little plugin for your browser called Evernote Web Clipper that you can install. All you have to do is go to evernote.com slash webclipper and you can install that on your browser. Then there will be a little elephant icon up in your browser toolbar that you can use whenever you want to clip something from the web. 
If you are browsing on a smartphone or tablet, the Evernote app already has this feature built in, so you don't have to worry about anything. So when you find a recipe you want to save from a computer, click the elephant in your browser toolbar. You'll get a little pop-up that will let you choose what your clipped recipe will look like, and under the Organize heading, you can choose which notebook to save it to. For this, you'll go ahead and select your cookbook and then click Save. Because Evernote syncs across all of your devices, just pull up your cookbook in Evernote wherever you want and you will see your new recipe added right to your cookbook. If you're on mobile or tablet, just go to your device's default sharing option. It will be listed with the word share or have an icon that looks like either a less than symbol with circles on the ends or a box with an arrow pointing out of it. You'll choose to share it to Evernote, then you can tap the icon that pops up on your screen and choose which notebook to save it to. And the same is with the computer. Just go open up your Evernote app and you will see your new note created with your recipe. All right, there are three ways that you can use Evernote to create a digital cookbook or any other resource library that you need. That's it for today, No Tech to Pro Tech listeners. Go and be pro tech this week and try something new with technology. Don't let all of the tools in this digital world intimidate you out of taking action on your next big idea or making things in your personal life a little bit easier. If you're ready to take the plunge and want to go beyond these tips, I have two digital coaching slots still available for 2016. Shoot me an email at hey at notechtoprotech.com and tell me what you're working on. If you found this episode helpful, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review No Tech to Protech on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Have a great day, listeners. I will talk to you again on our next episode. Bye.